You know, I have a little two-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. so and we're running this business, so it's very much, you know, I, I'm very similar in having a lot of stresses and mm-hmm. time constraints that other people will. So for me, why we started MindForChef and why it's so great is you can just get it as like your healthy start to the week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know that you're going to be eating well, mm-hmm. and then you might have, I don't know, you might be taking clients out for dinner, or you might be seeing friends or family over the weekend, and I never feel that sort of pushing and pulling. Hi everyone, I'm Hetty Holmes and you're listening to The Dose Podcast, the home of healthy hedonists in search of balance. Dose is an acronym for happy hormones dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin and endorphins and we are obsessed with seeking out experiences that make us feel good. Miles Hopper is the co-founder of Mindful Chef, the UK's number one recipe box that supplies mindfully sourced ingredients to empower people to live healthier lives. He's also a personal trainer, nutritional coach, and a father to a two-year-old. He talks to me about his journey to creating Mindful Chef, how he stays happy and balanced, and feeling good as a result of doing good. We hope you enjoy. Miles, thank you very much for inviting me to come and speak with you today. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. Yeah, you've got a massive team now. You've grown the brand enormously over the past few years. Yeah, I mean, if you told three of us stood, you know, back in Devon four years later, you'd have about 34 people, I think, in the office now. Yeah. I think we would have laughed. But, um, yeah, so it's growing quite quickly. Yeah, it's incredible because you've just had a £6 million raise, haven't you? Yes. And so has that allowed you to deliver nationwide to reach more people? Um, so we were actually delivering nationwide um, before then. Mm. So we've probably been nationwide for the past three years um, but what the six million pound investment really allowed us to do is scale our operations a bit more efficiently yeah. um, also build out our team we've notoriously been very lean as a startup you know yeah. you don't have um, you don't have a lot of um, extra money or resources so you kind of make do where you can mm-hmm. and really um, you know we took that investment and allowed us to hire more sort of experienced people um, or some really bright young talented individuals as well bring them into the team yeah. and start to um, help with our scaling of the business yeah amazing so what is your specific role in the team because obviously you've got a personal training background and um, are you a nutritionist as well or one in training yeah so um i'm a nutritional coach so essentially i've done a precision nutrition course so that really allows so it's a bit different from sort of dietitian courses or nutritionist degrees it's more it takes into account um, people's everyday lives and also what they're doing and it's more applicable I think to everyday people Mm -hmm. sometimes as a nutritionist dietitian you don't necessarily um, you know find out exactly what are the pain points for a lot of people whereas I've done the personal training side as well so those Mm -hmm. 10 years have really allowed me to speak firsthand with a lot of clients and find out what those pain points are and how nutrition actually can benefit them and how they can fit it into their day-to-day life lives but um in terms of what i do so i head up the brand and community Mm -hmm. so essentially um looking after partnerships events influencers ambassadors um and then looking after the overall brand and how we come across and make sure you know we sort of maintain that personal founder-led company that we started in the beginning yeah amazing and so 
I mean, we're really fascinated by happy hormones, obviously, at Taboose. And um, I think it's amazing that 90% of serotonin is actually made in the gut. So what you eat can definitely have an effect on your happiness and, and how you feel inside. Do you think that's been a massive driving point for your business? So, like, you know, the food that you're serving is all very you know, mindfully put together and it's also incredibly healthy, but it's tasty too. And yeah. do you think people kind of, once they know that they're eating well, they obviously start to feel better, their general levels of happiness improve, and then they're more productive in their day-to-day lives. Do you think that's been a real kind of driving force? Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, sort of the personal training side for myself, mm. I've sort of seen firsthand the positive effects that food could have on, on people's lives. Mm. And so, you know, there's been a big, big shift in sort of healthy eating over the last sort of 10 years. You know, it's gone very much from, oh, healthy eating is just chicken and broccoli and it's very bland very boring or also the perception of it is and really with the likes of you know Jamie Oliver Delicious Ella, all these other guys who've really gone actually healthy eating doesn't have to be boring it can be really exciting it can taste really good and it should you shouldn't feel like you're having to give up something just by trying to eat a bit better mm. so really that's what we set out to achieve was so that we can make healthy eating really easy it can still taste really delicious mm. and it doesn't have to be a massive pain point for people and in turn um, you know that should have that positive effect on your life so whether that is you have a specific goal which is health related or maybe it's actually you just want to feel a bit better day to day mm-hmm. and by making one simple change like your um, eating habits at dinner mm-hmm. that can then impact the rest of your life because you sort of think you know we have a lot of customers who go mm, actually I'm going to get the healthy option for breakfast or lunch as well because mm-hmm. I know I've got my mindful chef dinner mm-hmm. tonight or I'm eating it later and it's kind of that credit and debit system I suppose and mm-hmm. finding that balance throughout the week yeah, the balance is obviously crucial because, I mean, that was your personal trainer, but you must have cheat days occasionally when you just, you know, want to have a bit of a snack, a bit of an indulgence. Yeah, pizzas, yeah. burgers. Yeah. <laughs> no, Do you have, like, a specific day of the week when you have a cheat day? Um, I mean, so for me, I don't necessarily have, like, one cheat day. I think I'm probably very much like a lot of our customers, especially now. It's, you know, I have a little two-year-old daughter mm-hmm. so and we're running this business so it's very much you know I, I'm very similar in having a lot of stresses and mm-hmm. time constraints that other people will so for me why we started Mindful Chef and why it's so great is you can just get it as like your healthy start to the week so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday you know that you're going to be eating well mm-hmm. and then you might have I don't know you might be taking clients out for dinner or you might be seeing friends or family over the weekend and I never feel that sort of pushing and pulling of mm-hmm. oh am I doing something wrong or you know I need to have this cheat meal now it's actually I've just managed to find a really nice balance for want of a better word of actually beginning of my week I'm eating really well at the end of the week I'm still eating well but actually it doesn't matter if I do go out for a burger or for a pizza or I'm going for drinks with my friend yeah exactly exactly it just makes it really easy yeah and I also saw recently one of your newsletters that you've launched these kind of smoothie packs Mm -hmm. which I think is genius because it's all like pre-prepared fruit and veg right they come in little sachets and then you just wrap them in your in your blender and then you're good to go yeah so um, so I think they're probably going to be our like most popular range actually with this movie so um, you know we wanted to be more relevant across the week and think how can we help our customers a bit more because mm. they're always asked we have this sort of secret um, Facebook group mm. where we've got about 7,000 customers and they just like they're the most 
sort of upset not obsessed is the wrong word but they're into it and yeah. they're always posting they're pictures exactly yeah and they're always commenting on each other's pictures and giving us advice and feedback which is great and um, you know they want more from my bullshit they're like you've sold dinner for me but now how can you help me in other areas and the next one for us was either snacking or a quick breakfast and smoothies just rent, like lend themselves to that really easy mm-hmm. so um, yeah so we've done the frozen range um, sorry the smoothie range mm-hmm. yeah you can just pop it in the blender with either coconut milk or water or whatever your your, your potion of choice is yeah. um, and it's really easy to go a couple of minutes and then we've also launched the frozen range yeah I saw that and is that going to be available in like supermarkets uh, not yet not yet yeah we, we're very much a sort of like direct to consumer yeah. business um but you know the awareness of Mindful Chef is still quite low, mm. so whether we decide, oh, actually we'll go and trial with a supermarket just to sort of build that brand awareness piece yeah. and use it more as a marketing tool than we mm. might do. Um, but the feedback's been great from those as well because, you know, my wife I thought wouldn't be into frozen meals at all, mm. and then she goes, oh, do you know what? For when you're not at home, I've mm. got to put the baby down and I just can't be bothered to cook because it's been a long day. Actually, just to be able to get a frozen meal, which I know is really healthy, yeah. it doesn't have any additives, preservatives, anything like that. It's all it's all based around the values that we hold with our recipe box. So it's all you know we're probably the only people in the world who will do free range chicken in frozen meals um and you know you can just take it out and then eight minutes later you can have a an actual healthy delicious meal on your plate um you know we've seen a big pickup from customers and then we've also got a lot of customers who didn't realize we were recipe wops and actually don't want to cook at all for them interesting so they're discovering the brand in a completely different way yeah so we're able to go back to those guys who found the brand and thought oh i would like to use you guys but actually even i don't have 30 minutes to cook so i want something which is pre-prepared and we're able to go back to them go well look what we've got now and Mm. you know we've got about 12 recipes I think now and we're going to extend that to about 16 um, to just give a wide choice for people yeah that's incredible that was actually the best gift I got when I was pregnant was a pack of frozen ready made meals yeah <laughs> but then I was really overdue so I ended up eating them all before I had the baby oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> work out, but no it was great and then I also saw is it puddings that you're launching as well um, so we did do puddings um, so we did like our healthy take on them so they were like yeah. chocolate avocado mousses yeah. those sorts of things um, we did it in a recipe kit format initially Mm. And we were sort of 50-50 as to how it would be received just because, you know, we, the whole concept of Mindful Chef, the brilliance behind it is the convenience element, the fact you can cook it in less than half an hour and it's healthy. And then for people who are already struggling with time Mm. and like recipe boxes, for them then to have to make a dessert on top of that, Mm. it's quite a lot of effort. So you have people maybe slightly older demographic who have more time or our customers who get boxes on the weekend and they're sort of spending a couple of hours doing it, Mm. they would do the desserts. But then for people probably like ourselves who don't necessarily have the time during the week, Mm. they would like, "Mm, I would like to get dessert, but this just isn't going to work for me. So whether we try and change it in the future and we might do sort of similar to the frozen maybe, with desserts mm. and sort of do that and see what people's um, feedback is because I think that's where people might go actually mm, yeah mm. I would like that at the weekend or yeah. on a Thursday or Friday and mm. it's just nice and easy for them to have it after their sort of dinner yeah perfect and I saw recently you've been doing lots of charitable efforts as well haven't you so is it for every meal that we buy mm-hmm. that you donate one to a charity yeah so we've actually been doing that for quite a while we've been doing that for about the past 
year and a half, two years now. Um, so it's through a charity called One Feeds Two. Yeah. Um, so for every meal a customer buys, we donate a school meal to a child living in poverty. Mm-hmm. So all of our meals go to Malawi in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've just gone through one and a half million, I think, this week, which is amazing. And it's a, the great thing about it is it's a nice thing for the wider community to be involved in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we always see ourselves, we're not just a recipe box. There's all these other things that we try and do as well, which is a lot bigger than the day-to-day running of the company and things like the charity or like the B Corp Um, and the other important thing is it's a school meal you know in when we actually went out to Malawi in May to go and see the schools and see it happening on the ground and you sort of asked the teachers oh well you know for for these children like how many of the for how many of them would it be their one meal of the day Mm -hmm. you know it's over 60 Mm percent And so you think, wow, that really is making a big impact then because if they weren't getting that meal at school, then their parents wouldn't be sending them to school. They'd probably be sending them out to go and work so that they could afford to get a meal. So really it's all, and the attendance numbers are going up and it's, um, you know, by getting children into school, they can get a good education and that's the only way to get them out of poverty. So it's kind of that closing that loop and hopefully getting those children sort of better um, chances mm. in the future. You went to visit them as well, didn't you? I yeah. Saw you on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Very rewarding. Yeah, it was, um, I suppose people always say to us, oh, what, you know, it's, it's all the way over there. It's mm. quite far away, so it's not as tangible and we were, you know, we wanted to go for ages, but you can't quite justify the cost of going. Yeah. Um, but actually having spoken to a lot of people, it was more, well, if you go now, you can, you can get those first-hand stories and experiences and you'll be able to tell you'll be able to sort of speak to your community about that and the message then becomes a lot bigger and the story becomes a lot bigger so you should be able to actually engage more people which makes a lot of sense when you say it like that so um so yeah i went to visit them spent about five days there um went to a slightly older school sort of high school and then went to a school uh, nursery for like two to five year olds and yeah it's just amazing it's, you know when you've got children like who are the same age as my daughter and they're sort of running around and for them they don't know any difference so they're when you get there they're super happy to see you they're very hospitable um but the, you know there is a very serious situation behind it and thankfully these charities do amazing work um actually providing the food for for those children yeah i guess that goes back to your name mindful you're very mindful of where your food is coming from and you know the, the kind of charitable efforts you're involved in as well so like, tell me a little bit about the, the story of how you guys set this up because weren't you inspired by local fishing boats that were coming to deliver fish to, to your local town yeah in yeah so it's a it is a real story so it's yes. quite nice to tell it actually um so yeah there's actually three of us who started mindful chef so myself giles and rob um and we're all from devon and rob uh worked in finance charles was in marketing i I was obviously personal trainer um and nutritional coach and it was in the summer of 2014 rob was actually working on a family friends fishing boat Mm -hmm. so it's called the compass rose you can see our the room we're in is actually called the compass rose right now um (laughs) and it's just a two-man trawler so he was out with his friend um toby and each day they would come in and they would text a sort of like whatsapp messaging group of all the villagers and just say this is what we've caught like they'd have about 200 300 people on the group this is what we've caught if you want to buy it just come down to the docks and you can buy it straight from us when we come in and Giles and I were there and you'd see a queue of about 50 people just waiting to buy this um, you know fresh locally caught fish um, as these as Rob and Toby would come in and we were like 
wow, this, you know, that's that moment of this is how food should be sourced. Yeah. You should be able to get it straight from supplier to people's homes mm-hmm. or from the farmer or the fisherman. Um, it shouldn't be in supermarket warehouses or on supermarket shelves weeks on end. And there should be a fairer deal. So we thought, okay, recipe boxes, they were growing in the States. And we thought that's a really good way of doing that. But actually what's really important to us, um, you know, I had a career I actually loved doing. Um, it was like a perfect sort of lifestyle balance and yeah. really enjoyable. Um, so if you're going to leave it, you have to leave it for something that you really believe in and for all of us it was okay healthy eating is a pain point for people um we're all interested in health and wellness anyway um and then what's the bigger sort of message for the company and as you say it was mindful chef the name kind of works really well for it because it's about being mindful of your suppliers giving them a fairer deal being mindful of your customers trying to give them the best quality produce actually the best recipes for them not just giving them things that aren't healthy it's like how can we actually really positively impact these people's lives um and then sort of being mindful of the impact on the environment you know yes recipe boxes you have more packaging but actually you completely um, sort of erase or eradicate food wastage which is the third biggest contributor to climate change at the moment so we have to do a lot of work there so um so it's yeah being conscious of your impact on the environment as well and then how can how else can you give back so we do the one feeds two in africa but then any sort of food we do have left over will go to um, local communities go to soup kitchens after school programs those sorts of things as well yeah that's amazing obviously um scientists are saying like the biggest thing we can all do to prevent climate change is to eat less meat Mm -hmm. so do you have um like a vegan offering and a vegetarian plant-based yeah so we were the first company in the uk to offer vegan recipes and Mm -hmm. i think sort of overall we had the highest percentage um, still of vegan recipes so yeah I think the scientists that you've always got to take the studies with like a pinch of salt so it is very much you need to reduce the consumption of sort of like red meat and things but it's where you source them from so actually if you're sourcing them from really fantastic suppliers and they're not just these massive you know cattle farms that Mm. are just vast um which do cause a big problem it's actually not as bad mm-hmm. but where we see the big shift is as soon as we started our plant-based range probably three two three years ago um it wasn't that we have a huge vegan customer database but all of the people that were eating meat and fish actually started incorporating more plant-based recipes every single week so now they have one or two each week mm-hmm. and that's the way forward i think for a lot of people because you're not going to get everyone shift to a plant-based diet tomorrow yeah. but you could encourage everyone to inc- like start eating a bit more every single week and that's Isn't what it we're called uh, flexitarianism it is flexitarianism <laughs> yeah we like that word it's like healthy hedonism which is what we always talk about it's like being healthy being good but then also enjoying your pleasures as well yeah exactly I think you know it's very hard to change people's eating habits like we're doing it with recipe boxes you know Mm. gone are the days of doing that big weekly shop on a Sunday that your parents used to do it's now very much especially for people where I live it's very much top ups or ordering Mm. online and then to think you know for years and years we've eaten meat and fish so it's not just going to flip like that the one difference is we probably disconnected a little bit from where our food comes from in recent years think back to our parents time or grandparents time they didn't eat meat every single day Mm. um you know be like a sort of a treat for the week or they'd have it a couple of times a week whereas now it's like people have it every other meal and Mm. um so it's probably gone too far one way and actually we need to appreciate that a lot of time and effort goes into into like creating that food and actually you know there's a reason it's expensive because and it should be expensive it shouldn't be really cheap because if it was 
then you're not going to be eating quality food at all. Yeah. And in terms of your attitude towards the plastic, mm-hmm. are you aiming to be plastic-free by 2020? Is that on your agenda? Yeah, so we, we're committing to that. Um, yeah. So we've actually we, um, hired some really much brighter than ourselves people to try and help us with that. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to do it at the detriment up to... Um, the environment as well and the planet a lot of people you know you've had the Attenborough programs and it's created mass awareness which is great but everyone wants there to be a change today and the alternatives aren't ready yet like you know the compostable solutions all these things they plastic does a fantastic job of transporting food it does what it's meant to it keeps food fresh and when you start having food that turns up and it's not fresh and people are throwing it away then you go back to the whole food wastage problem again so we will change but we're not going to do it you know we're not just going to say oh we're plastic free tomorrow we're going to work towards it um, and that's our big goal but we're going to do it properly and make sure it's long lasting change that has a positive impact not just mm-hmm. a flippant remark and then we're having to change it you know next week because we got it wrong yeah that documentary just put the fear of god into me i just i watched it and i was so depressed for like a week it was just but the thing is it's a, it was necessary viewing wasn't it yeah it i mean and you you don't we both love being in the water and yeah. surfing and things so yeah it's very prevalent for us and yeah. being from devon you know obviously spend a lot of time in the sea and by the coast um so it is a major problem and everyone needs to do their their bit to help um and if as much as we can do as a company we're definitely going to put mm. i've got a lot better with my recycling stuff since moving back to devon actually because um i just i never used to recycle a lot in london i don't know if it was the block of flat that i was in but it was just it was never really put in my face that i had to be better for the environment whereas where i am now like they literally throw your rubbish back in your lawn if you don't do it properly <laughs> stringent about it and there's always like ocean cleanups going on and and you know there's just all these little local farmers shops that you want to go and support and I, I'm trying not to go to the big yeah. corporations anymore and just shop locally but um it's yeah I think it's by moving back to a village it's done that for me for yeah sure. and I think if we all just take a it, as individuals take a bit more responsibility then mm-hmm. it can work you know in Sweden they have seven different bins mm-hmm. so you know they really like yeah. sort of separate it out whereas here we have two mm-hmm. and people struggle to know what is recyclable what isn't yeah. so if you know we offer a free returns um, service for our boxes so you can send back all the insulation all the ice packs and then we can close the loop and sort of reuse them yeah. um, so it's about just taking a bit of responsibility ourselves for what we're purchasing mm-hmm. and um, send it back and then obviously as a company then we'll try and sort of do the rest as well make it yeah. better for real that's awesome so going back to your recipes so mm-hmm. how do you decide what goes in the box do you have like a process every week we meet together and you kind of like come up with ideas or what's yeah that? so in the early days we thought how hard will this recipe yeah. <laughs> making be um, realised very quickly it was um, it was more difficult than we anticipated um, so our first hire was Louisa mm-hmm. who is um, who was a chef um, and she's been with us yeah for like four and a half years now she's brilliant amazing and if you think how hard her job is we have 16 different recipes every single week um, and if you work in a restaurant as a head chef you might change the menu every month maybe twice a month mm. probably not though and she was coming up with five different recipes every single week wow. um, so yeah quite amazing really um, and yeah what they'll do is there's now a team of them there's about uh, three chefs and all working under Louisa and they all cook up new recipes every single week and then as a team we'll come over try them all that's generally when you've got more people in the office is when recipe tasting is happening um, and yeah we'll taste them and then we'll sort of give them feedback and they might 
tailor it, um, tinker with it a bit, tailor it, and then yeah. and then they'll go out to customers. And then we have it built into the account system where you can leave ratings, sort of mm-hmm. how healthy did you think the meal was, how delicious was it, how easy was it to make. And um, anyone that score under a certain amount, then we'll go back to and sort of look at and amend and make changes. Um, mm. Otherwise, they'll be like customer favourites and things like that. Yeah. And I see in some of your boxes you do kind of partner collaborations, don't you? Is that like, can you do product sampling with kind of relevant brands to your business? Uh, yeah, so I think a lot of our customers just like that sort of surprise and delight yeah. element. So if we can find good brands that we think work and fit our values, mm. then we'll sort of include them. And then it's just nice as a customer sometimes if you yeah. just open your box you're like oh I've got a, yeah, I don't know some sort of porridge thing as well or, yeah. <laughs> yeah they haven't made it in yet no. but, um, <laughs> but you just get something new um, and yeah it seems to work really well and then we also do some recipe box collaborations with chefs or mm-hmm. um, things like that just to sort of uh, bring in another element for our customers and just see how they receive it as well but obviously those chefs have to sort of fit our values and beliefs at Marvel Chef as well. Yeah, you've got some pretty prolific ambassadors, haven't you? You've got Annie Murray, I've seen, Victoria Pendleton, yeah. and Fern Cotton most recently. Yes. So yeah, what kind yeah. of work do you do with them? Are they, or are they just showing their general support for the brand? So Andy and Victoria, um, they were actually customers way back in, what have been, 20... 16 I think um, so just before we did our first round of crowdfunding on Cedars um, where we went to raise 400,000 and um, yeah Victoria just got in touch with us out of the blue she was a customer under a sort of under her husband's name at the time so yeah. we didn't know she was on um, and she just got in touch like oh I absolutely love the boxes she moved to a vegan diet so they were helping her with that um, and she just really wanted to get involved so then she uh, actually invested in the company um, and she's been a great spokesperson for us like she, she she can never give enough time and she's just lovely to work with mm-hmm. um, Andy he's also invested a bit more hands off um, but uh, his mum was plugging plugging the box <laughs> the other day so that was good um, and then um, and then Fern yeah Fern really we were looking for we were saying okay well who would we really like to partner with um, who's a really recognisable face but um, works with the brand we don't like just working with anyone um, they have to really believe in what we're doing and Fern I think you know she's obviously very recognisable she's um, very much into health and wellness at the moment and really she is about balance it's not all one way with her so it's about being realistic and sort of relating to average Joan you know she's got a very busy lifestyle she's got young children Mm -hmm. but she still wants to eat healthily Um, and yeah she's just really lovely to work with as well so it works well I listen to her podcast quite a lot actually Happy Place it's really good I think she's doing some partnership this summer with a festival as well yeah so that's that's her festival Festival. Okay. So she's doing yeah the first one. So she's doing one in Chiswick Park and then one in uh, Tatton Park, I think, in Manchester. And um, yeah, she's invited us to go. Okay. So we're going to cook on stage and oh, do wow. some things. Um, yeah. So we're like the only company though that's been invited to do that. So okay. that's really nice. Yeah. So what was the date for that festival? Uh, that will be third and fourth of August okay, in Chiswick cool. Park. Yeah. Do you guys get involved with any festivals as well? Like you know, there's like Wilderness and mm. obviously the bigger ones like Glastonbury. Would would you ever see yourselves doing pop ups? So, yeah, the Pyramid Stage, yeah. Miles and Giles. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, we do um, go to a lot of events. Traditionally, it was just ourselves. We go like myself, Jars, and then a couple of team members. Mm-hmm. Um, we're now attending a few more, um, so we've got a wider team to go. But any that we can go to and sort of cook up on stage and sort of tell people 
about Mindful Chef and what it is and how it works um, is really important for us because that whole awareness piece, like I said, if you're kind of into health and wellness, you might have heard of us or food, mm. but if you're not, then, you know, recipe box as a whole, lots of people still don't know what they are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll be at, like, Big Festival and a couple of other places and okay. we'll be cooking up on stage and doing those sorts cool. of things. Yeah. And obviously, you touched on this earlier, but, you know, this this was a startup and you guys must face quite a lot of stress, like, day to day. Like, how, how do you stay balanced? So, obviously, aside from the meal preparation, like, do you have any, like, meditation techniques that you work through or, or you know, with your kids? Like, how do, how do you unwind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's changed quite a bit. So for me, I have to I have to train yeah. in some aspect, whether that's just going for a run, going to the gym, swimming, you know, surfing, anything. It's yeah. like I need to be outside doing something, and yeah. that's really where my mental sort of well-being comes in. So it has to be outside, is that your... Not, no, it can be in a gym, but yeah, yeah if, I, if I'm outside and it's nice weather, it's like better, yeah, 100%. Um, but we went, so we actually did quite a lot of work with Lululemon, mm-hmm. and um, Charles and I went on a weekend, like it was called the Immersion, with them a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, it's four days, and they wouldn't tell you what it was, and you're like, oh, can I take four days off work and go to this? Especially if I don't know what it was. Um, but you couldn't just turn up for one of them, so you had to go. And it was, um, when we got there, we realised it was four days of like yoga, meditation, mindfulness, all this sort of thing, with some really inspiring and influential sort of other people. Um, and then me and Giles. And then, um, uh, but really what, and we were like, oh, I'm not sure this is going to be for us. But actually, when you're in that environment with lots of other people who are all sort of geared towards the same thing, um, it was quite incredible. And actually, we sort of learned from that, came back, and now, you know, we'll sort of, or I will meditate like every week. It won't be, you know, for an hour or two hours it'll probably be like 10 or 15 minutes yeah but I do think that's really like helpful in grounding you and just being able to sort of step back from what's going on mm-hmm. and just be able to forget about it a little bit and just mm-hmm. sort of center on something else because yeah when you're running a business you're constantly your mind you'll know your mind's just going at 100 mm-hmm. miles per hour and you can constantly <laughs> yeah, be thinking about yeah. things whereas if you can step back a bit it can help give you more clarity over sort of the bigger picture yeah that's good and so going back to this kind of notion of feel good, how has that changed for you over the years? Obviously, it's been quite a while since our timepiece days, yeah. <laughs> 15 years ago. Um, like how, what, are you, how, what are your highs now? Like, do you obviously you mentioned fitness, but like, do, you, do you travel? Like, what, what's your way of like, finding happiness? Um, yeah, on a beach in Bali yeah. with the family <laughs> is probably number one. Yeah. Um, no, I love traveling, uh, generally with a surfboard yeah. and, and, you know, my wife and daughter. Mm-hmm. But um, look, I think as you get older and you when you're younger I think you take a lot of things for granted you're mm-hmm. sort of always surrounded by your friends and you feel invincible yeah you? and by the very nature of being at school you've always got your friends there so yeah. it's always fun as you get older and other things take over like you have a family or you have work mm-hmm. sometimes it's a lot harder to actually you know not to say speak to your friends but actually on a personal one-to-one level meeting mm-hmm. up with them and doing all of that so I think community is really important mm-hmm. and if you can find that and it doesn't necessarily have to be your best friends it can be you know a hobby in wherever you live or you know I don't know a new class or something like that mm-hmm. um, that you sort of go to regularly and you see the same faces and you start yeah. speaking to people so I think that's really important um, and then for me it is family like mm-hmm. you know I've got a very close um, I've got two brothers a sister we're all very close family and then um, also my very immediate family and it's spending time with them and getting outdoors really and you know just enjoying enjoying life yeah 
Awesome. Right. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Miles. It's, uh, it's been a while since we've yeah. caught up properly. But um, congratulations on the business. It's doing really well. And um, I'm, I'm really signed up, so I can't wait to receive my next box. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, I love the chat. If you have any questions about any of the content discussed in today's podcast, please drop us a line at hello at whateveryourdose.com. You can also refer to the links in the show notes below. Want to know more about Dose? Visit www.whateveryourdose.com and sign up to receive our weekly newsletters for feel-good content and events across fitness, food and drink to get your happy hormones firing. Hormones firing.